Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Friday, which means our dear friend, Corey Andrew, joins us. Hey, Corey, are you there? I am here. You know I wouldn't miss it, honey. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this a while now. I look forward to it. Oh, I love talking too. to my friends every day, gossiping. We would do this even if we didn't have microphones oh, totally. recording us. Well, we do, actually. I, <laughs> I mean, we do. have you seen us <laughs> out at Patino's? I mean, come on. We do this, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we, do. we do. Okay, let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It, it is, is tea time. time. More revelations from Britney's book. Mm. So lots of revelations about Justin Timberlake. We've covered those. Now, a new revelation where Britney is revealing her drug of choice during her 2000s partying days. Britney has revealed in her new memoir that she turned to drugs to feel less depressed mm. during her partying days. So she didn't do them to party. She wasn't out there having fun. She was depressed. Wow. And that's why she turned to drugs. She said Adderall was her drug of choice. She said the press made it sound like it was much more wild when she was out with Paris Hilton mm. and Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. But she admitted that she had no interest in hard drugs and she never had a drinking problem but she does admit that she was taking Adderall liberally. Mm. She said, quote, It made me high, but what I found far more appealing was that it gave me a few hours of feeling less depressed. Wow. Mm. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, but you know, it's so weird about that particular drug because, I mean, it was used, I think, for children to calm them down from sort of attention deficit disorder. So mm. I've always been sort of fascinated that that drug somehow made its way into this recreational use because it's really not intended for that, like, mm. at all. So I'm hoping that she's beyond that, though. It's very dangerous. Yeah, you're not I, supposed to do it. I think, I think so. It's like people... 
But take Sudafed for sinus infection. The reason you have to show your ID to get a Sudafed at CVS, yeah. the pharmacy, is because people use that to get a high yeah, too. Yeah, so crazy. And so it's just, it's really interesting. Now, the thing is here is that I followed Britney very closely during that period. I was the executive editor of OK Magazine, mm. and Britney was on the cover every week. And we have tons and tons of reports yeah. spotting her out drinking. In fact, there was a famous photo shoot. She did a cover with OK Magazine where she was so erratic at the shoot, we couldn't use the pictures. Mm. So the point of doing a tell-all book is to tell all. Right. And now there's a little bit of pushback. People saying, is Britney really remembering this accurately? Mm. As journalists, it's part of our job to ask these questions. But I don't like blaming a victim. I don't like pretending that something somebody is telling me is not true. Right, I don't right. think Britney is in has any reason to lie about any of this. And if she's going to be this honest about her relationship with Justin Timberlake, I'm sure if she was doing cocaine, which really was what the rumour was at the time, mm-hmm. if she was abusing cocaine, yeah. she, she would have said so. Remember last year, Britney said that her mom was so angry with her that she slapped her so hard after staying out till 4am with Lindsay Lohan mm, yeah. and Paris Hilton. She said, my mom was watching the boys and I was partying till 4am and my mother was so pissed. I walked in, she looked at me and hit me so hard, I will never, ever forget it. How do you feel overall, Corey, about all these revelations? You know, I I really feel like sadly that Britney Spears is a young woman, well, was a young woman who literally got solicited and exploited by everyone around her. The people who were supposed to protect her most, her parents, they had their issues. You know, they were trying to protect, I think, what they thought was a cash cow, which was their daughter. Mm. And I don't know if they always had her best interest at hand or were they thinking more about the money, the opportunities, you know, the wealth. And so... um I don't know. I just think it's really, it's sad. Like, you know, from Justin, the revelation about Justin. So the man she was with didn't really protect her. He mm. betrayed her. Her mom has this questionable thing. The father. I, I'm really, I'm scared for her, quite honestly. Who does she turn to? Now, Sam, Ashari, yeah. and she, they're, they're divorced. Like, who does she turn to for help? Really? Yeah, I, I hear you. There's lots of concerns about Britney. We we're all rooting for her. Mm-hmm. I'm not reading this book with any joy. Sometimes when I jump into a celebrity memoir, oh, they're so gossipy and delicious and silly. And I just, you can just eat them up in, in a couple of hours yeah, yeah. on the beach or wherever you are. This is not that this book. Is sad. I Very sad. think this is going to take a few days to get through. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to have to put it down and feel sad. I'm told at the end of the book, and remember the book isn't out yet, so this is reporting from people who have got advanced copies. Yeah. I'm told at the end of the book there is optimism Hmm. that Britney is really saying all these awful things happen to me but at the same time I'm one of the luckiest people in the world I have all this money I have all this power Mm. and I think she wants to do good with that so I think this book actually might have helped her deal Mm. with a lot of these problems people that write memoirs often say that Corey that they really go through this cathartic experience of confronting their past Mm -hmm. yeah no it's true although the the problem though is that we see her in real time like dancing with butcher knives Mm. you know what I mean so it's a little bit of I I love that her book says one thing but the behavior that we're seeing from her seems to contradict that she seems like she's still in trouble and I'm Fingers crossed, wishing her well, always, you know, but it's a little tricky. Me 
Me too, me too. Which brings us to our poll question of the day. Britney Spears claims that she had no interest in hard drugs and she never had a drinking problem, but she does admit she was taking Adderall. Do you believe her? It's a tough question. I was trying to phrase it as softly as possible. Do you believe her? She's been very honest about her own struggles with mental health, her own struggles in the past. Now this book is coming out and should we believe all of it at face value? I don't want to blame the victim here. I'm being very careful not to do that but go vote on our twitter page at naughty nice rob our facebook page naughty gossip and be sure to check back on monday to hear your results hey Corey, what are you working on yes well you know sort of a similar story it's about abuse of substances or alcohol sort of similar adele has mentioned that she's quit drinking after becoming what she says was a borderline alcoholic so she no longer drinks wine and during a recent las vegas show she revealed that she has quit drinking now you know she's the i drink wine singer but but she mentioned this while interacting with audience members who were enjoying a pint of whiskey sour. And cheer us for that, Adele said. And, you know, she goes on to say, I stopped drinking quite a long time ago. And she went into it, though it turned out it wasn't actually that long ago. It feels like forever, <laughs> but it was only maybe like three and a half months ago, she said. And so, you know. How is she liking the sober life, though? She says it's boring. It's it's very boring, she says. But (laughs) she's complained before, admitting that she was borderline alcoholic for uh, quite a while in her 20s. Like, you know, so, and she's not that old. So this is like, you know, kind of recent history for her. But to make things more challenging, she's also says she's cut out caffeine, which I could never Mm. do. I couldn't do that one. But, you know, Mm -hmm. she says that's even harder than quitting smoking. Oh, wow. So, you know, it's all these sort of things that, you know, she's trying to work with. Quite honestly, though, what's good about this, all the things she's trying to do without are great for the voice. You know, uh-huh. the singing voice is so much better without caffeine. It's so much better without alcohol. And it's so much better, obviously, without smoking. So, without smoking. you know, so she's really taking care of her instrument. So I commend her on that part. That's anyway. my, w- why she might be doing yeah, it. I yeah. mean, that is a God given gift that she has. I, I do love Adele. I do laugh too when she tells the truth, mm-hmm. which is that this isn't all rainbows and happiness. It's really boring. Yeah, yeah. And she would much <laughs> rather be drinking. I lost a, 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 quite a bit of weight 30, 40 pounds. And every but it's like, oh, you must feel great. So I'm like, I was happier when I was fat. No, I'm joking a little bit. But I loved eating and drinking. And oh, now I have to so watch what, easier, I, yeah. what I put in my mouth. And it's for the best. I get it in the long run. But anybody that thinks losing weight or giving up alcohol is suddenly going to make you happy. No, it's not no. true. It is not true at all. You're still you. Mm-hmm. And I think Adele has found a real inner happiness here with her new relationship, yeah, yeah. her new life. And so we are rooting for you, Adele. And once again, you do make me She's laugh. Funny. How does it feel? And she said, boring. <laughs> I love her. Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow is promising that she might disappear completely from public life. I will believe it when I see it. She did an interview with Bustle where the Oscar winner vowed that she would no longer be a public figure Hmm. when she eventually sells her fitness, her wellness company, Goop. Wow. So she was asked about who would buy Goop and when she'll sell it. She said, I have no idea. I'm not ready to sell Hmm. yet. But then Bustle suggested, why don't you make a dramatic exit on your 55th birthday, which is four years from now? And she said, oh, I'd be happy with that. I will literally disappear (laughs) from public life. No one will ever see me again. 
Gwyneth, I sort of think this is a fabulous idea. Well, listen, you know, if you have the means, a lot of people, Mm. if you give them the opportunity to have fame or fortune, people have to remember they're not the same and you have to pick one. You'd probably pick the fortune so you can just go and have money and resources and the fame part is sort of secondary. So I don't know. I think... I would choose the, the money and just disappear too. I'd pick the money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we have friends who would pick the fame. Yeah. Uh, we, we do, do know we people do. like that. Yeah. And, uh, no, I would definitely pick the money. She could sell that company for hundreds of millions oh, yeah, of dollars. Worth so much. And I think being in the public eye now is a little bit of a bother to Gwyneth. I think it annoys her. Mm-hmm. And she's always going to be famous. That's the other thing right, too, right. is that she can't disappear from public life right. because you're always going to be Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, yeah. And so even if you just pop up at, at a supermarket, you're Gwyneth mm-hmm. Paltrow. So unless you become like a hermit, Greta Garbo, Greta, and yeah, lock yeah. the world away. You know, I just don't see Gwyneth doing that. She likes life. She likes her friends. She's she's out and about in LA. So it's a nice sentiment. I just don't totally believe no, it. No. Okay, Will Smith has responded to Jada's tell-all, saying their relationship is, quote, a sloppy public experiment in unconditional love. Honey, I am not going to disagree with him on that (laughs) because it is like the messiest thing I've seen in a long time. However, you know, it's great because Will had been silent for all this time and now, Mm. you know, he's coming out forward and he's speaking about it. So he opened up about his tumultuous relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith, who's recently revealed that they have been separated for six years, you know, before that whole uh, Oscar slap in 2022. So no one really knew that. That's a big revelation but mm-hmm. the actor joined his wife on stage during her recent uh, <laughs> visit to boston's enoch pratt library where she was promoting her new memoir which is called worthy and has been getting all the press and buzz all over the internet he said i just really wanted to come out and just be here and hold it down for you the way you have held it down for me that's what he says in a very emotional wow. speech yeah then he says you know yeah. we've had a very long and tumultuous relationship we call it brutiful, which is a combination of brutal and beautiful at the same time. He says, our union is a sloppy public experiment. It is a sloppy public experiment in unconditional love. And he says he stands wow. by her. He's happier than he's ever been in his life. And, you know, he went on to say his dreams were largely built on the foundation of Jada's sacrifices and credited her for supporting him throughout his career. And, you know, i got to tell you, his career was and is it is another level of fame mm-hmm. and he is mm-hmm. saying that this woman really despite what the public thinks yeah. grounded him took care of family helped him have some stable uh, existence despite what people think and um i love that he's coming to her defense and i will just add that relationships are defined by the people in them not all the people yes. watching from the sidelines oh wow oh. Oh, Corey, I like that. See? I've been judging them all week. <laughs> I have. And now I've changed my mind. Right? You've changed my mind, See? Corey. Now, I think this is wonderful because often celebrities put out statements and they don't mean anything. Mm. He showed up. Yeah, he showed he up. Like showed physically. Up. She was at an event in <laughs> yeah. Baltimore and he showed up. She looked really surprised. I don't even think she knew he was coming. Mm. There's real love here. Yeah. And we might not understand it and it might be very different right. to what we think is love. Mm-hmm. But there are many, many definitions. And you're right, Corey. It's what works for you you know all our lives Corey people have judged yes. our relationships yes. who we want to love so I'm quite careful when mm. when I judge others although I do a little you've been listening <laughs> just this a week, little I bit know, Jada. <laughs> I know Jada I was like leave him alone but now Will's like fine with it so if Will's fine so am yeah, I okay yeah. quickly before we get a break there's a new poll out that says the majority of Americans think the media cover mm. Taylor Swift 
and Travis Kelsey's relationship too much. Yeah. So the new survey, 55% of the respondents feel like they're inundated mm-hmm. with updates on Taylor Swift. Yeah. And Travis, only 12% think it's about right. And 4%, I think I'm part of that, think it's not <laughs> enough. So we went sort of Taylor and Travis mad on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And the numbers went through the roof, mm. though. So sometimes you have to be very careful because in surveys, people say that they're cross about stuff, but they really love it. This is what happens with the Real Housewives. If you ask anybody, they're like, oh, I'm so angry with it. They're such a mean show. I wish they were nicer. And yet when they are nice, nobody watches. No, no, no. We all need that little, that tension in life, that weird tension. It's like the train wrecks, right? Or the car wrecks. That's what it is. You don't want to, you don't want to look away, but you don't want to look at it too. (laughs) It's both, you know? Yes. Yeah. Because we do this for a living, Corey, I've got a really good barometer for this one. And I'm still into, I'm still into Taylor. Mm-hmm. I'm into to Travis. I am at the moment. I'm a little over Will and Jada, but yeah. Will has brought me back into the fold mm-hmm. now by turning up. So I'm like, oh, if he did that. So my, 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 my pendulum goes back and back and forth. Right. But the majority of Americans, 55%, think it's just too much mm-hmm. information. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty Benai Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend Corey Andrew. Hey, Corey, let's get to the polls. Thank you, darling. Last year we talked about shattered. John Stamos hated Rebecca remain during their divorce. Should Rebecca now tell her side of the story? So there's two stories here. When somebody writes a book about somebody else, name drops somebody, should they respond? Mm. Let's have a look. (gasps) 60% said yes, Rebecca should tell her story. Two people were in the marriage, two people that got divorced. Rebecca, write your book to it or keep us going on the Naughty But Nice Show. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back on Monday to hear your results. And now it's my favourite part of the show and nicest of of the the day. Yes, Scarlett Johansson. Yes, well, you know what? We love her. And she's reflecting on her marriage to Ryan Reynolds. What a lucky gal she was. But they weren't married that long, though. But she says he's a good guy. You know, the internet was always wondering about what went on between those two in that marriage. They never really spoke about it after they released a joint statement in 2010. And they were just letting fans know that they would be divorcing. Yes. But now, Scarlett. Yeah, no, nothing else. They were very tight-lipped, which is very odd for Hollywood, right? Because people talk. They all talk. (laughs) But Scarlett briefly reflected on her marriage to Reynolds on Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop podcast after Paltrow Gwyneth. said that she actually forgot the two were even married because it was so Gwyneth. brief, you know? And so she says, yeah, we weren't married very long, she confirmed to Paltrow. But Paltrow says, it still counts. And I love that response, though. It doesn't matter how long it was. It still counts, you know? And she yes. goes, we love a good uh, Ryan Reynolds in our home, Paltrow yes. continued. And Johansson laughed and said, you know what? Yeah, he's a good guy. So it seems like there's oh. no hard feelings between the exes. I like and it. I like that. You're right. Positive yeah, I, for once. Positive. Yeah, I, I like it. When, when when you don't say anything, everybody always assumes the worst. Mm-hmm. We thought these two hated one another. But to admit that he is a good guy, I'm sure he would say the same about her. You know, good people often can't fit together that does not make you a bad person right yeah yeah it's like just because it doesn't fit together the jigsaw puzzle doesn't fit you can move on and still be friends Mm -hmm. so i love this hour nicest of the day and i love gwyneth too of all the people (laughs) talking about disappearing that she wants to disappear from public life and here she's on a podcast Mm -hmm. with scarlett fixing fixing marriages yeah (laughs) I, i know 
I see you, Gwyneth. Okay, let's do our naughties today. Naughty, naughty, naughty. naughty, naughty. naughty. Brittany, in her book, claims that Justin Timberlake broke up with her via text mm. message. Never good. So, mm. according to the New York Times, who got an early copy of the book, Brittany details the end of her relationship with Justin, claiming that they split up over text. Wow. She was devastated mm. about all this. At the, at the time, there were two of the biggest music stars in the world. She even thought about quitting the business wow. now. When they broke up, they didn't actually say anything, but they both put out songs. So a lot of people think Crimea River, mm-hmm. all these songs had something to do with it. It was rumoured that, that Britney had cheated on Justin yeah. uh, with choreographer Wade Robson. Uh, and mm. that changed really the public perception of Britney Spears. Now she's telling her side mm-hmm. of the story. And it doesn't sound as if Justin Timberlake did the right thing. No, no, no. And he was a little nervous about that book coming out, remember? And I Ooh, think now we know why. he still is. It's not out yet. <laughs> oh, well, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know, Justin you be nervous mm. okay let's end with a moment of rob you get a rub you get a rub you get a rub the weak can never forgive forgiveness is the attribute of the strong mm. i had to forgive somebody a couple of days ago and i didn't want to do it mm. and the way that i got myself into the headspace to actually move forward with this is it couldn't be about them it had to be about absolutely me. i often say You don't forgive because they deserve it. You forgive because you deserve it. I deserved to move on. Mm. And the only way I could do that is to forgive, which I didn't really want to do. Then I told myself, forgiveness is for the strong. And I am a strong person. I want to be a strong person. And it helped me forgive and ultimately move on. Never forget that. The weak can never forgive. You're not weak, Nortiz. You're strong. Mm. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. That is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Corey show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, if you're you're going going to to be naughty, naughty, you've got got to be nice. Nice. Take care, everyone. Love you, Corey. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.